Hi, you're listening to 30 Going On 40 podcast. We hope you enjoy. All right, welcome to uh, 30 Going On 40 podcast. And today we are at episode 14. And we're talking about the fifth step to Richard's imagination uh, from the famous Napoleon Hill Think and Grow Rich alongside me as Uh, alongside me tonight is Vincent and Terry, and this is the podcast where we uh, grow better and get wise faster. So tonight we're talking about chapter six, imagination, the workshop of the mind. So can I just read through some some summaries that I found online? Uh, Napoleon Hill said that imagination is one of the most important steps to success that everyone must use, and he explains that. There is there are two types of imagination. One is synthetic imagination, which simply rearranges the existing ideas into new concepts, and another type of imagination is the creative imagination, which creates something from nothing. Most people thought that riches come from hard work, which, according to Hill, is only partially true. He writes that riches come in response to Definite demand uh, to definite demands based upon the application of the definite principles. When the creator of ideas and the seller of ideas got together and work in harmony, the ideas that come from imagination come from imagination are the forces that cause things to come into reality. And so you must add imagination to your specialized knowledge to grow rich. Any thoughts? I think I like that when he explains about the type of imaginations uh, between synthetic and creative, and I think uh, neither are wrong uh, or neither are mm. above each other. Like for mm. synthetic imagination, where it talks a bit of a combination of concepts and ideas or plans into this new mm. composition that through mm. experience or education and observation you can create something. Whereas creative mm. imagination, like you mentioned, it's out of Nothing. You create something, and I think uh, it's true. Um, when the creator of ideas and sellers of ideas they get together and works in harmony, because you are creating in a way a a, a sort of dynamic between the two uh, that works well together. Um, like for me, in the story, I, it talks about where yeah, continue. Sorry, continue. I don't know. It's just I want to talk about from experience on. Was in the architecture um, mm. industry where uh, sometimes most of the time, in fact, uh, as much as architects who have a lot of ego and pride in their work, uh, most of the times it is whatever they've imagined. It is a combination of several things through experience or visual ideas that have combined together to become something that they've imagined and created. Rather than it being something out of nothing, those uh, maybe uh, the exceptional ones, where it's really out of a blank canvas, they can produce something. But most of the times, how we've developed also as architects, it's based on the first one where it talks about synthetic imagination uh, mm. rather than creative imagination. But uh, there are cases of both as well, lah. Hmm. Two stories that are uh, mentioned here. One is the enchanted kettle. Uh, I think it's a very simplified story about 
Coca-Cola, which uh, because I watched documentary where they sell this secret formula to different agents. And then I think one of the ways that Coca-Cola becomes successful is also the marketing uh, where they decided to uh, put their logo into a lot of uh, shops, uh, like a sponsor. So uh, Coca-Cola was one of the earliest in doing advertising and they do it very successfully. Uh, then the other story is about this minister uh, by the name of Frank Gonzalez, Frank W. Gonzalez, where he has this sermon called, What Would I Do If I Had a Million Dollars? Kerry, what do you think about this chapter with, uh, alongside with these two stories? Um, uh, I think that... Um... Uh, there's one thing that he says uh, that uh, the only limitation is that which one set up in one's own mind. I think like um, I think I think I think uh, to be creative is to like uh, think beyond your limitation, is it? <laughs> do you, do yeah. you guys think that like um, now that we are in our 30s, right? Do you think that there's a lot of times now looking back, right? We miss out on a lot of opportunity is because we lack imagination, but actually it can be done. But because we did not try to imagine, then we realize that we look back, oh, it's actually possible because someone else had later done it, but had I been more imaginative or if I choose to, we just, that you have this action plan, right? You have to be very definite, have a strong desire. He says that comes with, uh, Napoleon Hughes says that comes alongside with other principles with these specialized skills. These are the things that you really start thinking about it because I realized that uh, uh, this this book talks a lot about money, but it also talks to me. I apply it not just to money, but to my dreams as well. Like, see, um, when you really imagine, right, you start visualizing what would it look like, you know, like if I can, uh, I, I, I about this, all this, this billionaire, uh, undercover billionaire, right? he has this idea of, he, of course he pivoted, he wanted to do a brew uh, beer, right? Uh, then after that, uh, he decided to move into opening a restaurant that serves barbecue and beer. But he already imagined how it looks like, even though in Erie it's so impossible, but he starts dreaming about it. So my question at uh, this moment is, do you guys look back in your life, you realize that, wow, um, actually, I've missed out on certain opportunity because I lack imagination or that strong desire to execute on that creative thing that is from nothing to, nothing to something. I think for me, since my 20s still, even right now in my 30s, that imagination has uh, always been and continues to grow. But towards your second, uh, mm. the, the latter point that you pointed out, the lack of um, execution, uh, be it on a certain demand mm. and then the application of principles and skills to work towards that, whatever I've visualized or imagined, I think that's for me, when I think about it now in my 30s, um, I think that is the one of the, the, what do you call it, the more obvious um, factor for, for me la, where it's not boldly executed or it has not been put into together la, the skills and principles to meet whatever it is to to work towards whatever I've imagined la. like I give example like 
since I was in my 20s, early 20s, uh, where I freshly graduated from university. And as a fresh graduate architect, you know, you have a lot of ideals, you have a lot of things you visualize like, oh, this is what I envision to be as an architect. This is something that I want to do. Like, for example, when I was in uni, two things which really um, uh, values or principles which I embody is community and environment. And in my mind, I always imagine, oh, when I become an architect, I'm going to create uh, something for the community or something that is environmental friendly and mm. all this, and it will make an impact for society. So that was my 20s. Mm. And until my 30s, I'm still imagining that. <laughs> but if, you, if I were to look, there has not been uh, a strong enough execution uh, of certain principles or skills that work towards that. Uh. It's just that the determination and the definite definiteness of purpose and the desire to attain the attain the goal and persistent effort of twenty five years. He's talking about Carnegie and Andrew Carnegie is the obsession, is the burning desire. So I, I think you are you are right in saying that. I was thinking about like uh two thousand seventeen, uh in my final year of seminary I was uh uh my fiance just moved uh to to my town where I'm staying in Penang and but the following year we're supposed to get married uh, we already booked the dates and all that but then there's this burning desire that when I graduate I want to go to Taiwan uh, I want to go to Taiwan so the graduation is November uh, reason you remember it very clearly because uh, we, I have to go to Taiwan then rush immediately to uh, to catch on my convocation in uh, in Penang in November but I look back it's like because there's a strong sense in I want to do it I want to do it I want to do it we don't have the money yet but I want to do it I don't know where we're going to stay but I want to do it we haven't ordered any we haven't arranged any accommodation but there's this strong desire I want to do it I want to do it I imagine how it looks like when we're there when we're helping them of course, it is very different. The whole experience is slightly different than 2014. But I look back and I realize that it, it really helps to start imagine, imagining how it looks like and then having that strong sense of, yeah, uh, it is not like, I don't think we believe in like, your wish is my command, like those kind of like, speak it, claim it, those uh, law of attraction where I want a, a billion ringgit. Therefore, I start imagining it, it will come come to me but rather it gives me a sense of I have a clear idea of I really want it and I imagining it's not just daydreaming but I imagine I start feeling emotionally how it looks like uh, feels like to have it and how do I get there uh, it does really help you know because in the end you really reach uh, we end up there uh, even though uh, I would miss my convocation but somehow in the end we manage to work something out you know you just so determined yeah, that strong determination. Uh, I wish that I could have applied that in many areas of my life. You know what? Like, I want to do that. We really want to do that. Uh, of course, we are Christians. I don't, I'm not asking, we are not wish, wishy-washy asking God to give us what we want, but rather like, I have a strong sense that I want to achieve it. And in the end, whatever is the fate, I look back, I don't have regret for pushing towards it. And it's still better to imagine than not imagining. Terry, you got anything? Or any ideas? Uh, I think uh, imagination is a very powerful thing. And uh, I was like wondering, like, 
like how many times like we uh, we are in the situation because we actually imagine us being in that situation or do we just like stumble upon upon a situation now? like like right now where we are did we just like imagine it to be where we are today or are we just like stumbling so happen that's, that's to a be good here? question I think yeah. we, I think we imagine ourselves here today. We don't know exactly how it looks like, but we already imagine that Saturday night will be here. Like Terry, I think like you already imagine that you will be in Penang even before you went to Penang. You know, uh, that's why you got your MBA and all those things. You you have in, you already imagine that two thousand sixteen you're gonna go to Penang, and then two thousand fifteen you got your you start picking up your MBA right uh, because you realize that you need to. Uh, in order for you to get the masters, you need to get an MBA first. So I realized yeah. that it's very powerful that we start imagining. To me, uh, yeah, to talking about to... that, getting MBA and all that, like, uh, like, like I did wanted it, but then like somehow along the way, like got people help lah, like, like your father because of connection, I got like mm. cheaper, uh, mm. price for the MBA, mm. and then mm. like going even going to Penang mm. like. I don't have the money, but then that time, uh, a friend, a church friends of ours, like, uh, funded me uh, for the mm. first first year, yeah. So so like, the the how will come right? Like we we talk about yeah. who not how right? But like first it starts with a imagination, a strong determination, and I tell you like undercover billionaire is such a educational thing uh, uh, TV, TV reality show for me like recently we were watching the uh, Undercover season 2 as alongside with Undercover uh, Comeback City so they got several uh, series it, it's so powerful how one idea right? it talks about how idea are tangible force but they have more power than physical the physical brains give, that give birth to them they have the power to live on after the brain that creates them has returned to us. For example, the power of Christianity. You see, uh, Christ. It, it came from Christ. Uh, it came from Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus started a strong movement until today. Jesus is uh, no longer physically with us, but is still going strong after two thousand years. So that that idea, and I, I feel that we are. For me, I am shortchanging my life or shortchanging God or my faith, right? when I'm thinking really small, or I assume that tomorrow will be just as it is today. My, my imagination is that instead of like imagining something bigger, that's why I, I wonder like, our seven years ago, I like it when Vincent said that, how can I do it in one year? It's like, wow, all the, all the imagination starts happening, you know, like, how about this? How about this podcast? How do we monetize it? And then I get very excited, like, okay, by March, we would, try to we aim to do video podcasts where we're gonna keep our audience are even uh the person who is listening to us from United States they are going to see the real the us in person in video form. So I think that there's power in starting to imagining it and then like work towards a uh what what do you call that a, a definite of definite plan towards it. Of course, we want to give room to pivoting to that idea if that idea don't work. But do you guys think that a lot of times people tend to pivot very fast? Like they try one, one attempt, two attempt, then, oh, it's not working. 
I think I better try something else, you know? Yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, like, can we... Yeah, not I think it? so. Like, yeah. nowadays, like... <laughs> uh, I think that nowadays, like, it's easy for people to, to like, pivot, la, to change, la, because, like, because people want fast results, but... I blame it on social media. Do you guys think so? Because you look at the other people, your your peers, or your, your contemporaries, or the people that you're following, they seem to be very talented, but we don't see the hours of uh, of they, 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 them putting in their ten thousand hours. You know, so uh, this this the last quote it says that success requires no explanation and failures permit no alibi. Uh, alibi. I I think that it's really true. Uh, so what I'm uh, there's a lot of things that I can take in from uh, this story about this Coca-Cola also. He says he lives with this idea where this guy paid $500, sorry, Malaysian, $500 to get this piece of secret formula. But what is in this secret formula? Uh, of course, it's the ingredient to make that sugary drink. But also in that, the secret formula is imagination because he imagined that one day the world will start drinking this idea you know this carbonated drink where is uh, is still one of the greatest band there was a time that coca-cola was the number one the the the, the most famous brand in the world coca-cola once i think there was a time apple surpassed it but it has been such a long history that and it was this idea someone imagined that this product can go towards all of the world you know so i think that today my takeaway is to have imagination that is ridiculously big and not just simply say it but emotionally relating that it's possible and then work towards it yeah i'm not there yet but i'll work out a plan but i will not lower my expectation but i will try to aim it really high what 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 is your takeaway uh, for today's chapter well for me i think a little bit similar, but um, I think the scalability of what I imagine, yeah, perhaps maybe I could imagine bigger. But I'm trying to think not just on finance, but other areas of my life. But I think what stands out to me on my takeaway is on um, the definite application of principles or skills that mm. work towards uh, a certain purpose that makes the imagination come a reality. La. Mm. So in a sense, more of um, applying or executing because uh, I can imagine mm. as big as I want till I'm 40 years old. Yeah, but unless yeah. I have a plan, which is in the next chapter we'll talk about, uh, mm. I think the I can bring it to reality. La, and it's and we talk about, and I, I love this chapter where there's one, one line that stood out where it said, years of determined effort had to be devoted to that opportunity before it became an asset. And I think Carrie earlier on also you mentioned about uh, you know people just I'm mean, just stumbling around and doing it and then how do I uh, find that opportunity to to like so so called have a, a my big break sort of idea mm. So I think from our twenties and we've been maybe been like doing those ten thousand hours in a certain area or certain skill set. And I think when um, those efforts that we've been devoted to uh, because it's meeting a certain demand. I think when it is applied uh, rightly so, uh, I think uh, whatever you imagine especially uh, and you visualize it, I think it will uh, come to fulfillment. Uh. Like as we learn from the story, the Dr. Frank Gonzalez, uh, he has a strong desire 
And then mm. when he, you know, from his heart, he, he really uh, imagined uh, if he had $1 million, this is what's going to happen, this is how it's going to yeah. look like. And uh, some people could say, oh, it's by chance or by luck, but because he was devoted to it, he was, I think, for two years, I think, yeah, when he yeah. was... Uh, he he, he uh, lost his script as well. And uh, that was his advantage. Yeah, He uh, left his script, yeah. So from that impulse of thought, it led to a certain action where he just really shared on the pulpit and lo and behold, uh, the right timing was there lah, where the opportunity presented itself. Lah. So I think if uh, there's a cycle of that where you keep doing at what you're doing and mm-hmm. we also mm-hmm. learned the principle earlier on in the early episodes of Who Not How, I think mm-hmm. along the way then that can be translated into because uh, this, this chapter, it talks about in response to definite demands. Lah. So mm. you are a solution to someone's problem eventually. Lah, and the application of those principles and skills will come together to bring that imagination to reality. Lah. Yeah. Can I say that I imagine uh, for a month ago or for weeks ago, I imagined that we would do this podcast and then it came to fruition. <laughs> so I should start dreaming bigger. Uh, I'm glad mm-hmm. that we are dreaming this. Carry it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh here it says that imagination like uh like can really be a giant la, uh from uh you know uh this one this the author said that like it is so powerful that it can impact like really like a lot of people la. So I think that uh I think that to reach what we imagine, like our imagined goal or desire or imagine the world that we want to live in, I think, uh, need to have a proper planning of, yeah, mm. to reach there. La. Yeah. Even the, like your agency, like that, like, like the dream and all that, maybe the definition of plan is like how much it will generate in, in a month. Uh, I, I like this mm. quote before we end. Yeah. It says that God seems to throw himself on the side of the man or woman who knows exactly what he wants if he is determined just to get that. You know, uh, this uh, talking about Dr. Gonzalez uh, got his million dollar dream alive within how many hours? He talks about how 36 hours, right? He got the money within 36 hours after he reached the definite decision in his mind to get it. So, listeners, mm. what is your definite decision and the definite definite plan that you want to uh, to, to get to your imagination I hope that today as we're sharing we will work on our own imagination to get to that big dream of ours I hope you will too again uh, so happy and so blessed to have both of you here